Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Taking Care of Business. Today, I've got a special guest. His name is Cameron Hutchinson. Welcome, Cam. Thank you. Cameron heads up our recruitment team within the business. And I think currently at the moment, you've got to be the busiest, not just the busiest direct, but I think the busiest individual within the company. Is that right? There or thereabouts. Well, I think you are going to be in the next two or three weeks. <laughs> We're on today to talk about all things recruitment and especially our recruitment event, what's going to be taking place in a couple of weeks' time. It actually goes from, I think, the 15th to the 19th, camp, yes. yep. and we are going, we're heading to London, Birmingham, and the north of Manchester. Yes. Um, tell us all about it. Okay, so we... We, we need more people, we want more people. I think with the way the market is in Dubai and the growth that the business has seen so far, um, it's necessary for us to hire more. Um, rather than just go down the traditional route of video interviews, we feel like it's important to get in front of people face to face and see them in their home territory. Um, these events are designed for people to come along that have zero knowledge of Dubai or 100% knowledge of Dubai, whatever stage you're at, you're welcome to come and basically spend four hours with me uh, and uh, Joe Lennon, who I'm taking with me, um, to learn all things Dubai, all things real estate, all things all stop and all stop and see whether or not a career is right for them. And what is it you look for someone in the Canada camera? Ooh, I mean... I mean, let's say, do, 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 do they necessarily have to have... Um, experience in real estate or no, not? no no and you only have to look at some of our most successful people in the business they don't necessarily have a state agency experience but this this industry is about likability okay you don't buy from somebody that you don't like and that's the same in any kind of sales industry so that first impression uh, that, that somebody has whether or not they're dressed uh, well and presented well, whether or not they're smiling, whether or not they're polite, all of those things are what count as a first impression for us. But beyond that, it's somebody who's hardworking, it's somebody that's tenacious. Ultimately, it's somebody that's willing to take risks to move to a new country to do a job that they may have never done before and not earn a basic salary. I think for you and the guys, I think it's yourself and Joel Lennon who are going to be going over yeah. to the UK. I think for you and the guys, it's also so important that you see say how people are presented mm. you see how they adapt you see how they adapt to a situation like you say to i think it's a four-hour event mm. so there's so many different things that you're going to be going over over yeah. the course of the four hours so you can see from and again i think it's a little bit more difficult over a zoom call mm. and how they present how they speak and everything else i think from the recruitment events that we've had we've had some superb individuals oh, come over amazing amazing but i think for me, the, the, the benefit isn't just candidate side for them to come and meet us, it's mm. for us to be able to meet them. And the, the event isn't just four hours of me and Joe Lennon talking at them. The event is quite interactive. So you may have groups of candidates together speaking. We're monitoring and we're um, reviewing candidates from the moment they walk through the door to the moment that they leave. In normal terms, if you were interviewing somebody, you've got 45 minutes there or thereabouts on a Zoom call. Um, all joking aside, you don't know what they're wearing below the camera. You don't know whether or not they're late. You don't know whether or not they're talkative people. Is that important for you? What? First appearance. Uh, it has to be, yeah. right? In, in sales, generally, it has to be. See, I think it's, for me, it's one of the most important things. I think, especially in the environment that we're in, where it's so competitive with not just brokers within 
internally within a company, externally it's so competitive. And I think if you've got the edge on someone, whether that be, and again, it's not the be all and end all how you dress and everything else, but I think if you've got the edge over someone, if you see someone who looks smart and is well presented, <coughs> and not just by material things, but how they look and how they groom, I think that's, that's really important. But we spoke about this earlier on. Yeah. A lot of properties are listed with multiple agencies, yeah. right? So if you've got two identical agents charging two identical fees and one person presents themselves better, mm-hmm. generally speaking, if that's something you look for, you're going to veer towards that. And if somebody presents themselves well, not all the time, mm-hmm. but it generally means that they might be able to present your property better because they're for, if they're already aware of how they look and how they present themselves, when they're showing your property, it's likely that they're going to have half an idea of what looks good and what doesn't, right? Yeah, fair point. Shift on a little bit. Mm. With regards to, and again, as, I don't want to go into too much depth about this, but all the negativity that's going on in the world at the moment, um, do you think that Dubai, or do you think more people will come to Dubai with what is going on in the world? Do you think that's going to have an impact in the amount of people, not just on this re- recruitment drive, but just in general over the next 18 to 20, 24 months? Do you think it's going to have an impact with the amount of people that come to Dubai, not just in terms of coming to Dubai for to do a real estate job, but just in general? No, the migration towards Dubai is, is significantly on the up. And there was an article recently uh, which suggested that Dubai was the most popular place for people to relocate to outside or from the UK. Um, why? Obviously, the obvious things, you know, the, the, the money that you can earn, the fact that you don't pay tax, the weather, the safety, the education, etc. But, you know, when you talk about the negativity, and, and we talk about maybe rising interest rates or rising fuel prices or whatever, I, I think because we are luckier than the most in this part of the world, yes, you will find that people will migrate here because it's a good place to live. And whilst we might be affected in our own way here in Dubai, it's unlikely that we will be affected in the same way as if you were going to stay in the UK or Europe or wherever you're going to. And I think post-COVID as well, the way the the government and Sheikh Mohammed has with the initiative that they brought in, mm. I think the whole world sat up and took notice. Yeah. Um, Dubai was never was never really shut. Well, like, while the world was obviously we had a three or four week lockdown, but it was never really shut, and the doors are always doors were always open and I think what they've done and again from our industry the way the market has gone now I think that's the things that they brought in only had a positive effect right across the board and I think people seeing that Mm. and look look at our company at the moment the drive that we're going through we've seen the benefits of that Mm. quite significantly as well I think well well, the whole reason well not the whole reason but you look at the fact that we've opened a a new office and we're pioneering this new way of working in terms of having a a place not necessarily just to do your 9 to 5 job but to come and have your haircut to come and have a coffee to come and play on the PlayStation you know some people will look at it and go well I'm at work it's 9 to 5 I just need a desk we want to we we want to realise the the post-Covid nation and actually make sure that people feel happy settled um, you know encourage them to work above and beyond always because we want to be making more business and more money and be more successful but we're not here just because we're looking for a nine-to-five and I think that's what I would say about anybody listening to this that's probably thinking about coming along to the recruitment events do not come to the event if you're thinking it would be a nice little nine-to-five job in the sun because it won't be. <laughs> I think the types of people as well come the types of people that have come from whether it be the UK or Europe or wherever it may be 
the types of people being different. I think we were talking off camera before and we've just employed a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So well, it's not, it starts in September, but yeah, we've offered him, yeah. And it's not just your standard estate agents or your standard, I don't know, sales, car yeah, car sales environment. It's it's right across the board. Like I say, we get, obviously when you come to me and you, and you show me the candidates that we have, it's right across the board. Mm. He's a classic example, though, of an individual that moved to Dubai three years ago to be a teacher, qualified at university, you know, and, and great profession. Um, my wife is a, is a teacher, but is somebody that honestly said when he came for the interview, I've been watching your company grow over the last three years. I've been taking a, a salary, which is great. You know, he's been happy with it, but he's thinking to himself, hang on a minute, <laughs> if I work in real estate, which clearly is a, a booming industry and has been for many years now, um, there might be an opportunity for me to completely change my life and my, my wealth prospects. And that's an example of somebody that's gone to university and trained to do a specific profession. That's not, you know, somebody that, that for example, me, you know, I'd never went to university and got a degree. It was always a state agency, but we've probably seen in the past car sales, a state agency, not that there's anything wrong with that, but we are seeing more, even skilled workers, deciding actually, I'd call like a career real estate. I think you've got to look at our top performers. I'm not, listen, mm. I don't want to harp on about top performers all the time, but I think the guys who are, let's say, in our top five performers of, of the year, one was a, one was a plumber. Yep. One was, I'm trying to think, what, a couple of women in estate agency. Painter and decorator. You had the painter and decorator, yeah. So you had these guys who were coming in from a, from not from no sales background whatsoever, and why? I always think to me, why did why did they do so well, mm. and what is their reason for for being that having that drive and determination because they've never had no sales background? Why do you think the guys you were speaking about? Why do you think they are have got to the point of where they are now? I think we always talk about the buzzword, which is personality. Mm. You'll hear Lewis say it: personality over paper every day of the week, and all of those top five and perhaps forgetting just the top five the top 10 top 20 top half of the company it's all about personality there's not many people and i can't even think of one to be honest with you that's got a chip on their shoulder or thinks they're better than anybody else and so whilst personality is really important you've also got to realize that we're all here we're all this lex pack community we all help each other out um and you could go up to any one of our top five you wouldn't necessarily know they were the top five if yeah. you were outside of the company. They're completely normal individuals. Happy-go-lucky, friendly, unless there's a deal going wrong. But most of the time, you know, from a personality perspective, they're just normal people. I think what's important as well, we were speaking again before we went on camera about the characteristics of someone who does excel. Mm. And someone, and so many different variables within, within this job, obviously, the initial three to six, even to 12 months are the hardest part of this job. And I think, and I like to think that we do this, any new candidate that comes in through our doors, they are fully aware of what they can expect. Yes. It's not gonna be a get rich quick. It's definitely not gonna be a get rich quick. It's gonna be a process. And again, there's little, so many different variables. We were speaking again before about, for me, discipline is the most important part. Yeah. Guys who are coming in, and again, the law of Dubai at the moment is it's as good as I've ever seen. If listen from a young, not from my point, I'm, I'm 40 now, but from a young <laughs> 22, young. Yeah, I suppose so, from a young 22, 23 um, years old person coming over, mm. all the bars, all the clubs, all the restaurants, and all the things that go with it, the law of Dubai is absolutely fantastic. No, but, but that can also be detriment to, to what yes. you're trying to do. And I think the guys who, who do 
do excel, they do have that discipline. And for me, and I, I still, still to this day, Cam, I still have any new staff that comes to the door, I'll have 20, 30 minutes with them. And I'll go through probably the same thing as what I've done for the last 10 years since I've been in this role. And again, why are they here? What are the motives? Yeah. Most important part for me is when we ask these questions about motives and goals and things like that, nine times out of 10, unfortunately, they will say, I want a car. I want a watch. A nice interior. Yeah, I want, an, I want a house. I want this, that, and the other. My, for me, I want to know what someone's going to do today. Mm. I want to know, I want people to understand what the formula is to get to, or the source is to get to them points. Yeah. And I think sometimes, listen, that could be us not, not, not letting these guys know, but for me, the formula to get to that sort of level is the discipline, again. Not going out of you know yeah. going out on a Tuesday night when all the friends are going out, you know. But you mentioned it before about what what maybe makes these top five the top five. Um, yes, it's discipline. Yes, it's personality. But it's also time. And you yeah. touched on it earlier on about it not being a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, absolutely, it's not a get rich quick scheme. And I think sometimes real estate is painted in this. Um, glitzy, you know, type of, of lifestyle. Don't get me wrong. But you can be. Yeah, it can, it be. can be. It can be fun. But there is, there are always two sides to every story. And I think what we do and have done very well for many years is paint both sides of that picture and say, look, if you're coming, we will give you the platform. We will give you the leads, the training, the data, the environment to be successful. But it takes two to tango. So if you're coming, make sure that you are disciplined. But most importantly, give yourself time. And most people will, I say most people, a lot of people that aren't necessarily successful and that paint the industry in a bad name are people that when the going gets tough, they give up and you can't give up. It, it takes time. And these top five that we keep talking about, but even top 10, top 15, top 20, they've been with the business for a considerable amount of time, two, three, four, five, ten 10 years plus. Now, could you realize the same amount of earning in the UK if you were with a company for 10 years as you can do if you realize it here? Absolutely not. But I think sometimes people look at the, the short game rather than a, hang on a minute, in 10 years I could be retired. I think, I hope so. I'd like to think that we're good at this. When people do come through the doors, we give them an understanding of, listen, this is not going to be a three-month thing. No. This could be a two-year thing or a three-year thing. But the time frame, like I've been here for 14 years now, which I, I always mention. And I bet you said when you first came, oh, I'll come here for a year or two, Max. It's always the way. It's always the way. I'm like, and obviously, my my wife at the time, she was not settled, and you know, she she missed home and all, all these other things. And again, this is one thing that I always mention to, to to the new starters coming in. You're gonna miss home. You're gonna cry. You're gonna have times where you think, listen, I've been told different from what you know, from from Cameron or from from Joe Lennon or whatever it may be. But we like to think. I would like to think that we've installed all of these things to people who come in to understand, listen, this is not, this is going to be difficult. This is going to be a very, very difficult thing, but the reward is significant if you are. And again, I go back to, I go back to discipline. And what I'll always say, I'll always make sure they have, they have, again, go, go back to goals. If you don't have goals in life, and it's, it's the same as when you come in every day, I still have my goals every single day, what I, what I need to do. And I will not go home unless I've, and it's listening to old school thing, unless I've ticked, up, I've ticked the things off. People, you know, the millennials now, they all have different ways of doing things. Big question, though, do you use a paper diary or an electronic one? Unfortunately, a paper diary. Sorry, Lewis and Carl, but I still use, <laughs> I still use a paper diary. But it works for me. And that's you know, the thing. It works for me. So I won't change that. Again, obviously, I won't give that to, to the new, the new starters coming in, but I won't change that, you know? Um, 
one question that you get asked more than anything, what would it be? I would say it generally centers around the social aspect or the laws within Dubai. <clears throat> more often than not, there will be a question on an interview, in fact, every interview about you know, if I hold hands with my girlfriend or we kiss in the street, am I going to be put in jail? Yeah. Obviously, you are in a completely different part of the world and there are rules, regulations, guidelines, etc. to follow, but you know, it's not quite as strict as everybody makes. I still get off my of grandparents. <laughs> you can't hold hands or you can't kiss. Well, I don't kiss in, in public anyway. And, uh, but you, as long as you present yourself you know, in a, in a nice, um, respectable manner, yeah. as we would expect you to do yeah. probably in the UK, then you will be fine. But generally speaking, it, it centers the questions that people are most, um, <clears throat> not most concerned about, but will ask, I think, just to, to put anything to rest from grandparents, yeah. parents, whatever is, you know, am I going to be okay as a male, female, holding hands with a male, female in the UAE? I think it's important. Yeah. People do ask the questions as well. For sure. It shows that they're conscientious, yeah, right? Obviously, with the media and everything else, the media <laughs> will paint this place into to, to be some type of, I don't know, but the way some of the the media back at home portrays this this place, it's just, it's just, it's so far from the truth. But do you think it's, do you think it's the, uh, the lack of, of education and, and, and uh, people being scared? I think it's, it's I think different. It's, it, I think it, it's, it's, it's ignorance as well. Kind yeah, of, of course. You know, to, when a newspaper, I won't say which newspaper, they <laughs> you know, they put articles in the news and it's it's it sells. You know? Right, isn't it? Clicks right to the end. Absolutely. Going back to our recruitment drive. Mm. Now, this could cause well, it's not controversial, but I want to get your take on things. We are we've just opened our new office in Motor City. Yep. Uh, it's a thirteen thousand square foot office, which is you touched on it before. We have a barbers, we have a nail salon, yep. we have a, um, a tuck shop, we have a barista, uh, what else do we have? PlayStation, DJ. PlayStation, DJ, we have all of it. We have Great a, people. Yeah, we have a DJ every month, some some like it, some don't. I think it's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I did. When we are recruiting um, new people from overseas or from, from Dubai, do you, get, do you get asked a question about, well, hold on a minute, you're recruiting, you need X amount of people to come through the doors. Is there enough in the pie to go round for everyone? 100%. What's what's your take on that? Uh, I think it's that fear, um, perhaps from established brokers that already uh, work here. Not necessarily the, the very long established brokers because they probably understand and have seen so many recruitment cycles now that they understand. But maybe that mid range of people that work um, with us will say, "Hang on a minute, why are you hiring more people?" I, I do that area. The biggest thing to bear in mind is if you've got more people in your area, you've got more people to interact with and cross-sell with. So in my opinion, and I know it's the opinion of, of the people within the, the business in, in senior most positions, is that more people within the Allsop and Allsop community is only going to benefit the people that are already there. Um, let's face it, if we've got two or three people joining uh, a marina or a palm team, that's two or three in addition to the people that we already have. So However, you've probably got 50, 100, 500 brokers from other companies working in that area too. So it, it's marginal. You're working on the same property as yeah. well. Yeah, well, we touched on it earlier on about how properties are listed with multiple agencies. So actually having people within the community and that sense of family you are more likely to look out for somebody that works for the same company than not, right? I think it's one thing that we're very, very good at. Um, and again, I don't like to speak of, of anyone that leaves. When, when people leave and go to other companies, and 
one thing that they do say about our company is the cross-sell of mm. other areas or the camaraderie of the team or the opportunity with the, with the with members of your own team is far significant from wherever they've, they've gone to, you know? I don't know, well, not, not a case study, but we've got some guys, well, the majority of our guys who, I won't mention names, when we do add a new addition to, to the team, there's always a moan, there's always a groan. But what I've found is then people are earning far more money than what they've ever earned. Just because... What, because somebody else has joined the team, you mean? Because there's more opportunity, kind of sure. Yeah. You know, because there's more opportunity, like you say, if there's two or three people in your team, or even one person in the team, it's a, I think it's a lot more difficult to, don't get me wrong, it could be your baby and you could grow that, that team to a two, three, four-man team. But even if you have, let's say, one of our, our highest volume of areas, which is Dubai Marina, the majority of, let's say, probably 80-90% of that group have done more in terms of commission than they've ever done in any years before. But isn't that testament to the business that we we work in? Um, When you think about how different we are now from when we first launched in 2008, if we just did the same, we would be the same. We'd have one small office in Dubai. Coming from start to finish. But but it's good good to be change worthy because otherwise people, you know, get in their comfort zone. You have to, like you say, it's, it's from you. Mm. It's from the initial conversations with with new starters. It's from the, the second and third interviews. It's from the training process that we have. It's from our branch managers. It's from the experts who some of the experts, the the um, the agents who have been with us for up to ten years. Well, they are ex- let's face it, they Absolutely. are experts. When you consider that you know the Dubai real estate market is still relatively infantile in comparison to other parts of the world, if somebody's been doing the job very successfully for ten years with one brokerage. You cannot argue that they are not an expert. And I want to touch on that as well. It's not just UK state agents that we that we hire, is it? No, no way, no. And and it's this is a, probably another question that you know is is most commonly asked on interview. It is surrounding you know what types of people do you hire now? Yeah. When you think about Allsop and Allsop, yes, we're a British firm. We are yeah. owned by Brits. Yes. But we hire so many different nationalities that have different skills, different language um, skills. And yeah. so if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, well, I'm from you know, another part of the world, which is not the UK, would I be considered? 100%. If you've got the right personality, the right tenacity, the right drive, we'll take you from Canada, Sweden, India. It doesn't matter where you are. It's always about personality. Have you ever got it wrong with a hire? Positive or negative? Of course. Yeah. Listen, I, <laughs> any, I any recruiter Listen, that says I, they've not got it wrong, they're lying. I have. <clears throat> Numerous it's not times. an exact science. No, of course. I remember when we, um, and I won't mention the name, <laughs> but he knows who he is, and we <laughs> hired someone, and this guy was a, he worked in a bar, and I remember he came to, um, he came to Vision Tower, and he was sitting there, he was slumped, he had a bandage around his arm, he had a bandage around his leg, and I remember saying, what's this guy doing here? Who is this? And now he is without doubt one of our, our best agents that we've ever had. Not just that we have now, but that we've ever had. And it's just down to going back to what we said before about that drive and determination and that will to win. This guy just does, like you say, he just doesn't, he doesn't know when to take no for an answer. Stop. No. So that basically throws my notion of first impressions out the window, because if he had a bandage on his arm and a bandage around his leg, your first impression wasn't very good. I'd like to think that we're nine times out of ten, would like <laughs> I'd like to think that. I would like to think that. So the recruitment event, Cam, yes. I know we've mentioned it at the start, but I want to finish on this. What can, what people, first of all, what do they need to do? What do 
any prospective candidate needs to do to get in touch with you or your team to get more information on the event, what can they expect, um, and just a little overview of what 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 you what, what can you what expect? Can expect? Yeah, we've made it really easy this year. Um, you can go to uh, our social media channels and you can click uh, the link and simply register for which day you want to go to. We're going to be in uh, London, fifteenth and sixteenth of August. Uh, Birmingham on the eighth, seventeenth, sorry, and in Manchester on the eighteenth. Do we have the um, locations yet? Yes, all the yep. locations are there, Absolutely. and you can register uh, uh, for the events. Now they're going to be starting at six pm. Uh, we've got a daytime session on the Friday to try and make sure that we're covering all aspects. Um, but ultimately, people can come along with a completely open mind. Um, whether you've heard good things about Dubai, bad things about Dubai, come along and see what it's all about. Um, ultimately, we will paint an overall picture of what it's like. We will tell you um, uh, what you can expect from, from a career with us. We'll give you some case studies about some of the people that work for us. But more than anything, it's about having that tangible human interaction with a recruiter. If you're thinking about moving three and a half thousand miles around the world, if you're in the UK, you want to know you're doing it with a reputable company, reputable people. Having that opportunity to sit and talk with myself and, and Joe Lennon for four hours uh, at a time at an event will give you that opportunity and hopefully reassurance. Keep mentioning opportunity. It's a what I will say and what I'll end on. It's a massive opportunity. Hmm. Don't underestimate the hard work that goes into it. Don't underestimate what you will go through the ups and downs. But I, what I will say to anyone listening and anyone who is looking to attend any of the events. Come along, and I promise you, if you're prepared for hard work for the next two, three, four years, there is a massive opportunity for you to, again, to change your life, which I, listen, a lot of us within the company have. 100%, and any anybody that, that is successful within our business and within real estate generally will have that same notion. Um, you just have to give it time. <laughs> Cam, thanks very much. Thank you. I know you're unhappy because you haven't been asked <laughs> to be on the podcast for 18 months. Maybe it was something I said last You were time. calling Lewis and Carl for everything oh. off, uh, off camera. Um, so hopefully no we can get you on um, sooner rather than later. But listen, thank you very much for everyone to tuning in. Um, if you have any comments or questions, please, please feel free to contact myself or Cameron or leave your comments on the comment section below. Thanks very much and see you soon.